0: This is Optimal Living Daily episode 580, Dangerous Ideas. Getting started is overrated by Cal Newport of calnewport.com and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to the podcast where blogs are read to you so that you can take a break from staring at a screen and it is with permission from the authors. And now here hear another post from Cal as we optimize your life. Dangerous Ideas, Getting Started is overrated by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. The Dangerous Art of the Start. Attend any talk given by an entrepreneur and you'll hear some variation of the following. The most important thing you can do is to get started. This advice has percolated from its origin in business self-help to the wider productivity blogging community. You've heard it before. Do you wanna become a writer? Start writing. Do you wanna become fit? Join a gym today. Do you wanna become a big-time blogger? Start posting ASAP. If you don't start, you're weak. You're afraid of success. Here's the problem. I completely disagree with this common advice. I think an instinct for getting started cripples your chance at long-term success. And I suggest that, on the contrary, you should develop rigorous thresholds that any pursuit must overcome before it can induce action. Allow me to explain why. The Origin of the Cult of the Start. If you talk to an accomplished speaker, especially one with a focus on entrepreneurship, he'll tell you his get started message is crucial. Indeed, one of the biggest frustrations faced by speakers in this circuit is how often they meet young people who are psyched to start a business, but then allow over time for their enthusiasm to fade without ever taking action. These speakers counter this effect by drilling the importance of starting. Do anything, they yell. Send one email, check out one book, register one domain name. The theory is that even the smallest action can overcome some mythical initial resistance and help build an inescapable momentum toward business nirvana. But is getting started right away always the best option? Survivor bias. In his convention-busting book, Fooled by Randomness, Nassim Taleb preaches the danger of survivor bias, a common fallacy in which we emulate people who succeeded without considering those who used similar techniques but failed. Taleb uses the example of The Millionaire Next Door, a popular finance guide in which the authors interviewed a large group of millionaires. As Taleb points out, the habits of these millionaires, accumulating wealth through spartan living and aggressive investments, should not be emulated unless one can determine how many more people followed a similar strategy but failed to hit it big. Perhaps a more poignant example would be to find and interview the 10 people in the country who had the biggest and fastest overall increase to their finances in the last year. Guess who would dominate this list? Lottery winners. Ignoring the survivor bias, one could conclude, the people who get richest fastest all invested heavily in lottery tickets, so that's what I should do too. The same, of course, can be applied to an entrepreneur or anyone really who had success in a glamorous pursuit. To the winner, their path seems straightforward. It was just a matter of putting in the time and the results followed. To someone in this position, it can be incredibly frustrating to watch people denying themselves similar success simply because they're afraid to get started. But the survivor bias lurks. For every successful entrepreneur or writer or blogger or actor, there are dozens of others who did get started but then flamed out. Some people lack the right talents. For many more, the pursuit, once past the initial stage of generic heady enthusiasm, simply lost its attraction and their interest waned. The saturation method. I have observed many people who have had long-term success in an impressive pursuit. I have also observed many people who went after such successes yet failed. I hope by combining both outcomes, success and failure, I can identify a predictor of the former that will remain free of the taint of survivor bias. In short, I've noticed that people who succeed in an impressive pursuit are those who, number one, established over time a deep emotional conviction that they want to follow that pursuit, and number two, have built an exhaustive understanding of the relevant world, why some succeed and others don't, and exactly what type of action is required. This takes time. Often it requires a long period of saturation in which the person returns again and again to the world, meeting people and reading about it and trying little experiments to get a feel for its reality. This period will be at least a month. It might last years. Steve Martin's diligence. Steve Martin noted that the key to becoming really good at something, so good that they can't ignore you, is diligence, which he defines as effort over time to the exclusion of other pursuits. This is why people who ultimately succeed in a pursuit go through such a long period of vetting before they begin. If you're not 100% convinced and ready to tackle something, potentially for years, to the exclusions of the hundreds of interesting new ideas that will pop up along the way, you'll probably fizzle out well before reaping any reward. The art of not starting. This reality brings me back to my original point. Try not to get started. If you translate every burst of enthusiasm in action, you're going to waste time. More dangerous, you're going to hobble your chances of succeeding in any pursuit, as the constant influx of new activity prevents you from achieving a Steve Martin-style diligence. My advice? Resist starting. Spend lots of time learning about different pursuits, but put off action until an idea begins to haunt your daydreams and refuses to be dislodged from your aspirational psyche. Then, and only then, should you reluctantly take that first step, one of what's sure to be many, many more before you get to where you want. you just listened to the post titled, Dangerous Ideas, Getting Started Is Overrated by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. As for the post today, I had to narrate it because I thought it was fascinating. You will see that advice everywhere in entrepreneurship, including from me. I've definitely used that advice, just start. I think one of the reasons is that as an entrepreneur, I often get people asking for advice and the most common thing I see with them is that they simply haven't done anything tangible yet. To be fair, Cal Newport did mention that in the article. But the ideas are all in their head, so my advice is just start. Get that first customer and prove that your idea is a good one and then you can keep going from there and then invest more money and more time, etc. But that said, Cal's points are fair. If you jump in too quickly with every idea that you come up with, if you have an entrepreneur's mind you're not going to get anywhere because you jump from one idea to the next way too quickly and here it helps to have an accountability partner or mastermind group people to bounce ideas off of. For me it was my business partner Lee from Optimal Living Daily Business and Startups. We have talked about countless ideas and the one that stuck was the idea of this podcast and for me like Cal mentioned it was something I could not stop thinking about so I had to create it. So I do agree with that also. But at the same time, I also very much agree with the fail fast and often approach because the best lessons I've learned in business or in life really were from failing. It took a few different businesses not going how I wanted for me to finally find something that seems to be working. So I don't know, I would agree, but also with caution, you gotta find that middle ground and not take to an extreme of just starting anything and everything, but also not using this article as an excuse to not get started and just keep ruminating, if that makes sense. Hopefully I didn't just confuse you. I'll leave it there so I don't add to the confusion. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.